0: Hey, good morning. Good morning. Today we're starting a new series. Oh, actually, you, I think Pat said that. I looked at Paul. Sorry. I promised to call people out by name. I promise not to do that anymore. Um, sorry about that. Let's start the video over and now. Hey, good morning. Today we're starting a new series called Seasons, and the goal of this series is to help you make sense of your current season of life so you can make the most of every season of life. Our goal is to help you find purpose In every season of life. And what I believe is every season of life has purpose. But What I also believe is life has seasons. There are seasons in nature. We get that. It felt a little bit like fall yesterday, right? And even perfectly, it aligned with a football season. And fall season kind of lined up for a glorious day. And God smiled upon the Red Raiders. And it flourished by sending Lamar to be the recipient of our pain. Anyway, like football season. Nature has seasons. I remember one time in college, my roommate, uh, careful my language here, challenged me with the implication if I won or lost that, we've made a wager, and that I couldn't wear shorts and flip-flops to class all year long, fall and spring semesters. And I did. And it snowed twice that year. And I I, I kept going, but I remember some of the looks I got from people thinking like, do you not know what season we're in? Because, right, like if you show up and you think it's going to be a hot summer day, and all of a sudden it drops below freezing and you're unprepared, you're, you're, you're not ready for the season. If, if you think it's going to be dry and you leave your umbrella at home and it rains, you're not ready for it. Like seasons have different implications. There's seasons in nature, there's seasons in sports, retail has seasons, Apparently, their seasons for, like, Halloween or Christmas start way earlier than some of us think should happen, but they do. Families go through seasons. Marriages go through unique seasons. Being a kid, you go through unique seasons. Relationships go through unique seasons. Finances, we go through different financial seasons of life. We go through different career seasons. And you may be a student right now, but that's a season of your career. Like, you're preparing for what you're going to contribute through work and how it's going to contribute to you financially later in your life. You're in a season of work. You're in a very early season. But it's unique. And as you move on in your career season, it will look different. Life has seasons. Some of us are in different seasons of life. Your faith goes through different seasons. And one of the valuable lessons I learned is just this idea that God works in seasons. And each season has unique challenges to navigate, but also opportunities that he wants to leverage for his good purposes. And he created the world to have seasons. You can see it at creation. In Genesis 1.14, it says this, And God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night and let them be uh, for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And he set it up where there's this rhythm in our world of seasons. Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, is what the Bible tells us, was David's, King David's son. In Ecclesiastes 3.1, he says this. This was his observation, his insight. For everything there is a season and a time for every activity under heaven. We're going to use that passage a lot in this series, as well as some other ones. But there is a season for everything. And I think the promise we need to understand is every season has purpose. So the question you have to always be asking yourself, at least this is what I've learned. What season am I currently in is a very important question. Because when you can understand what season you're in, if you can name it, it helps you navigate it. Naming that you're in a season of pain helps you navigate it. Naming that you're in a season of loss helps you navigate it. Naming that you're in a season of financial drought helps you navigate it. Naming that you're in a season of spiritual drought helps you navigate it. Name it to navigate it is one of the things that really has helped me. And when someone kind of taught me that phrase, it's a season, it really helped me. As a matter of fact, this really has actually came out of our series we did in the spring, The Struggle is Real. And if you don't get real about your struggles, you'll continue to really struggle. And for me, one of the things that helped me in struggle is to understand that it's a season, and seasons change. That's the good news. Like, at some point, the season I'm in will change. And if you're in a bad season, you look forward to that. If you're in a good season, you kind of dread that. But all seasons change. And that can give you hope in the midst of a very challenging season. But it also helped me understand that every season brings unique opportunities, not just unique challenges. And when you can name the season, if you can put a name on it, it helps you kind of find your bearings to find your way to navigate through that season. And I want to share with you some of the things I've learned about that because putting a name on what season you're in is actually very difficult for several reasons. It's hard to name and it's hard to fully understand what season you're in for several reasons. One of them is this, seasons are beyond our control. Real quick, just everyone kind of, when I say one, two, three, go on a point, I want you to say out loud your favorite season, either fall spring, winter, spring, or summer, okay? It's okay to talk in church for this one word. After that, bubbles or whatever they say. Okay, we'll go cone of silence. Okay, one, two, three, you're gonna say spring, summer, winter, or fall. Okay, ready? One, two, three. I couldn't even discern which one won out. I heard summers, thank you, teachers. I heard fall, thank you, football and hockey fans. I heard winter, not sure, not sure who that would be. Spring, man, spring's awesome because the sun comes out and things start blooming. Like, everyone has a favorite season. Whatever your favorite season is, you can't control when it gets here. And just because the calendar, we've learned this in West Texas, just because the calendar says it's fall doesn't mean fall's ready to be here. And you can end up experiencing fall and winter and summer and spring all in one day. Like, in West Texas, like, it can all happen there. We can't control when seasons come and go. We can't control their location or their duration. And what's hard about this is often whatever season we're in, many times can be an interruption. It disrupts. It interrupts. It can be an inconvenience. It brings something into our life that we're really, that wasn't really what we were wanting or ready for or planned for. And sometimes it can even be an irritation. And have you ever noticed that some seasons, whether it be with weather, nature, um, sports, parenting, faith, life, whatever it is, some seasons fly by, and some seasons seem to take forever. Seasons are beyond our control, which makes it really hard to name it and navigate it. We can't control it. It's unpredictable. So who does control it? Daniel, we read about him in the Old Testament in the book, named Daniel appropriately. And Daniel was taken in exile and had to live in a foreign government, had a new name. Everything was new. His life was interrupted. He was dislocated. Things were very, very difficult. And he had this insight that helped him understand as seasons came and went in his life. In Daniel chapter 2, verse 21, it says this. Talking about God, he changes times and seasons. He deposes kings and raises up others. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. God changes the seasons. What you can ask for him, I'm tempted to ask him sometimes to change a season. Ask him for wisdom, for understanding what he's doing in seasons. But God is in control of these seasons, but it's beyond our control which for those of us who are control freaks, it's hard to give over control. Well, you're not giving it over. You don't have it. Control is an illusion in life, and seasons are beyond our control. Seasons are also, they can be confusing. For everything, there's a season, a time for every activity under heaven. Seasons can be very confusing. It shows up unannounced, unplanned, unprepared for, and suddenly we're not sure what to make of this new season of life. And when you can name it to navigate it, it's hard to do because it can be confusing. And really, what I've learned is understanding usually happens after a season. You look back on seasons of life. What do they say? Hindsight is 20 20? Hindsight gives insight. You're going to learn so much about the season you're in once this season is gone, but that doesn't mean you just wait to learn that lesson until afterwards. You start now saying, God, what do you want to show me now? What wisdom do you have for me in this season? What is it you want me to know? There'll be a lot of things you look back and understand better. But we don't always have understanding of the season until after it's over. But knowing as best you can what season you're in helps you navigate it. And a lot of times, what we want in the middle of a season is God, I'm in a season of pain right now with my parenting. Can you give me some insight into what's going on here or what your purpose is or what you're doing? And what the Bible says that's really hard for us is he calls us to live by faith, not by explanation. And and sometimes in hindsight, we go, oh, now I get it. But in the middle of that season, we don't always have that. And sometimes we don't get it at all in our life. I can't quite make sense of what that purpose of that season is. But just because you don't understand, it's confusing to you, doesn't mean it's confusing to God. And there's this faith, there's this trust component as you navigate seasons. But Solomon comes to this great conclusion, as well as this op- thing he was aware of, that he cannot understand what's going on. And later in this passage, verse 11, it says this, yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. There are things in your season right now that God will shape and use and make beautiful in its own time, in his time. But right now, it may not be there. Right now, it actually may not be, it may be something very different than beautiful. But that's the promise. And he says this. This is what God has already done in your life. He's planted something. God has planted eternity in the human heart. But even with that, even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. We have an obstructed view seats. So you have to lean into and trust The God who says he understands. There are a lot of text messages going off right now. I don't mean to call that, but is there something I should be aware of? Like, are we good? Okay. Because one of them was my phone, so I'm trying to make sure. Is someone trying to tell me something? Raise your hand if you're trying to tell me something. Okay. Moving on. There's a season for silencing your phone. Seasons are confusing. And one of the things that makes them confusing is seasons often include good times. Well, they do, good times and bad times. And some of us are season right now, there are good times. And some of us are in a season right now where they are definitely bad times. And in weather, there's only four seasons, but in life, there are many, many different seasons. Solomon says this in Ecclesiastes 3. He says, there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. There's a time to be born, And a time to die. You have that in your life. There was a time you were born. Probably you celebrate that at least once a year. Maybe sometimes you celebrate half birthdays and kind of run up the score a little bit. Maybe you have leap year birthday and you don't celebrate it every year. I I don't know what it is, but there was a time where you were born. (coughs) And there's a time where we will die. We know that. The stats are pretty consistent. One in one has both of those dates. There's a time to plant and a time to uproot. Farmers know this. If there's not a time to plant, don't expect a time to harvest. That's how life works. And there's a time and a unique season for both. There's a time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Let me just pause for that for a moment for those introverts in the room. Like, we get that. There's a time to hug and there's not a time to hug. Time not to hug. The meet and greet, some of us, we just want to, hey, how's it going? And that goes beyond the meet and greet time, right? Sometimes out there or just in life. There's a time to hug. And a time not to hug. And those seasons may be different for us, so keep that in mind. He was very wise, Solomon was, very wise. There's a time to to search. There's a time to give up. Some of you are in a season where it's a time to search. Whether it be searching for God's will, searching for a job, searching for a relationship, searching for a child, searching for something in your life, like like there's a time to search. That's a very real season. And he does say there's a time to give up. Now we'll come back to that at the end. But there's a time where something you've been holding on to, God says it's time to let go of that. And some of us are stuck in a season Because we keep holding on to the previous season. It's summer and we still have our Christmas lights up. Some of us know that neighbor that just says, well, I'm just going to leave them up for next year. We're stuck in a season. It takes a lot of wisdom and God is the source for this of when it's time to let go of what you're searching for or what you're holding on to. And there is a unique season for both. There's a time to keep and a time to throw away. Some of you want to send that verse to someone in your family who says, it's time to throw it away. That clothing article you keep wearing, it's time to throw it away. Those, those boxes of the thing that we said, well, maybe we'll need it someday. We won't need it someday. It's time to throw it away. You can send that and say, man, the Bible said it. The wisest man who ever lived said, go clean your garage. Like, like it's in there. A time to tear, a time to mend, a time to be silent, a time to speak. Some of us need to understand that there are seasons where we need to silence ourselves and just listen. And there's a time where we actually need to speak up and say something. There are unique seasons, and when you know what season you're in, whether it be in that moment or in that season of life or in that season of faith, there's a time to speak up and there's a time not to. The wise person, the person who listens to God, is the one who knows the difference. There's a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. And each of these seasons plays a purpose in our life. And that's what we see. Every, for everything, there's a season, a time for every activity under heaven. Any season we're in, there's a purpose. Every season serves a purpose. Winter serves a purpose. Spring serves a purpose. Summer serves a purpose. The season you're in right now in life, when you can actually put a name on it, even if you can't put a name on it, It serves a purpose. And it's confusing. It's hard to put a name on it, and even more so to understand, God, what are you doing in this season of life? I don't understand. Maybe what he wants you to understand is that just understand there is a purpose even when you don't know the purpose. Every season serves a purpose because God has a purpose for each season. And this is a hard one for us when we're experiencing a season of pain or a series season of grief, a season of drought. And we, why would God allow that season to come into our life? And we have this assurance again and again and again from Scripture. And Daniel knew it when he's uprooted in his teenage years and taken from his home and he's displaced from his people his faith his name everything is removed everything's foreign and he said no no god controls the seasons which means he controls this one and he was patient in the season because he recognized there was purpose in the season the apostle paul talks about it in romans eight twenty eight, and we know that in all things god works for the good of those who love him go back if you could to that previous verse for the good of those who love him who've been called according to his purpose and that Phrase for the good, God is not saying necessarily that your season of pain is good, that pain is good, that cancer is good, that drought is good. What he says is he can use it for good. The analogy that helped me wrap my head around it sometimes is when you make cookies from scratch, there's different ingredients that go into it. And if you taste sugar by itself, oh, that's kind of good. Chocolate chips by itself, that's kind of good. Peanut butter, if it's peanut butter cookies, that's kind of good. Flour never tastes good. Now, late at night, if you go to the pantry and you think, I just gotta need something, I got just a little bit of hankering for something, like you might, I mean, Mary Poppins said a teaspoon spoon of sugar, right, helps the medicine go down, or a chocolate chips, I'll, I'll do a little bit of that, but I've never thought, I just need a little bit of flour right now, just a little bit. I'm not going to overindulge, just, just a little taste to quench the, th- like flour does not taste good. But when you put it in the right things, it can be really good. And sometimes God mixes different things in our life together. And the end product is very good. It serves a purpose. And God doesn't waste pain. He doesn't say that it is good. But he says he can recycle it, use it, and purpose it for good. And he's very specific. He says for those who love him and are called according to his purpose who are fitting into his plans, who are putting themselves into his plans. And sometimes the key for navigating a season of life is leaning into God's plans. Even when I'm in a season of pain, of loss, of confusion, of searching, whatever it is. God is a God of order and purpose, and he wastes nothing. The season you're in that's been waiting and waiting and waiting, it's not wasting and wasting and wasting. God will use it for his good purposes. And at this moment, it kind of helps us understand you can't always make sense. Like we try to name the season as best we can. We name it to navigate it. But sometimes we realize it's that season much later. We look back and go, oh, I thought that season was a season of loss. No, that season had loss. But that was a season of growth. That was a season where I was, my heart was, broken at its most low point. But I recognized I was closest to God in that moment. God uses it for his good purposes. He would go back and say, you called it a season of pain, but I want to rename that season looking back. That's not what that season was about. It had that in that season, but that's not what that season was about. It felt like a season of loss. But you look back and go, but what I gained on the backside of it makes so much more sense That God has this way of renaming and reframing these seasons in our life. That later he comes back and he renames it, he reframes it, he repurposes it for his good. So for all those reasons, it's hard to navigate the season you're in if you can't understand it. But as best you can, for me it helps me. When I name it, I can navigate it. Because every season has unique challenges. It helps me know what resources I need. There are unique people I lean into more in those seasons of life because of that unique season. And by the way, much like, well, I'll say that in a minute, actually. Next week, we're going to talk about this idea of waiting. And sometimes you need to wait and be patient in the process. But don't overlook the current season you're in, the fact that there is some good and purpose that can come from it. Because one of the last things I've learned about season is that what happens in one season impacts the next season. When you take action in one season, it really does impact the next season. Farmers get this. When when you plant seeds in one season, it impacts the, the next. And that's maybe a way to think about it. What I plant in one season will be reaped. In another so in this season of life once you kind of name it understand where you are what are you planting in this season of life one of the reasons we think group link and small groups and community is so important is because if you wait until a season where you need people in your life to navigate a unique season of life you probably should have planted those relationships in an earlier season Develop relationships so they'll be there when that season comes or so you'll be there for them when their season comes. But you need those and really every season of life requires community. And what you do in one season will definitely make a difference in future seasons. It's relationships, it's habits, it's financial choices, it's thought life, it's your spiritual life. What you do in one season makes a difference. In the next two weeks, we're going to focus on what we do in one season and its impact on the next season we're going to talk about waiting what do you do when you're in a series of a season of waiting and then how do you do the seasonal work of making sure you're leveraging this season for future seasons we're going to talk about that the next 2 weeks but the apostle paul gives us some great insight he says this let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up and he, He kind of gives a nod to the farmers. It was an agricultural community and and, and world at that time, much more than it is today. But we still live in that. And in West Texas, many of us get that. Like planting and harvesting is a big deal. It impacts economy. It impacts households. It impacts individuals. It impacts the world. Seasons of drought have ripples around the world. But if a farmer never goes and plants anything, they shouldn't really be disappointed when nothing grows. What plant? What you plant will grow. And what Paul challenges you, and some of you are in a series where you might say, I'm in a season where I'm weary. And he challenges you, don't become weary in doing good. Don't become weary in doing good. Keep going. Because at a proper time, which we can't control when, We don't know when, and we might be confused about the current season, but eventually the season will change, and something is going to grow in your life. What are you planting that you're asking God to grow? And he adds on this little conditional statement, if we do not give up. There is a season to search, and there's a season to give up. And there are some things in your life that God may be saying, it's time to let go. But what he's saying is never let go of God. And the purpose He has for your life. Hold on to that tight, clenched fist with resolve. Do not become weary in doing good and seeking God season in and season out. And ask God for the wisdom of in this season of life, what is it you want me to let go of? Because sometimes God can't put something in your hand because you're holding on to something else, and He says, I've got something better. To let go. I'm gonna ask the band to come up. And uh we're gonna, in our world, we don't have a lot of seasons of reflection. We don't have a lot of moments for reflection. And so we wanted to kind of give you to that several times in this series, and especially at the beginning. We want to give you a chance to reflect. Um, and the band's gonna introduce a new song that we're not gonna to sing today. We just want you to listen and prayerfully reflect and ask God a couple of questions about seasons of life, and it's a song called New Wine, and Jesus one time was talking about this. He was doing something new, and he said, you can't put old wine in new wineskins, and I'm bringing forward new wine, and if that's a hang-up for you because of alcohol, think of it as grape juice. Grapes can be repurposed for a lot of different purposes, and I had a chance one time to go to a winery and see, and it was beautiful, like it was landscaped and whatever, and they had the grapes, and they walked through the process of when they went from the beginning to the end. And one of my takeaways is, man, that's really hard on the grape. (laughs) There's a lot of smashing and pressing and crushing, and it's a really tough process. And by the end of the process, something new that looks very different is there. And for you in your life, I believe in every season, seasons play a purpose of bringing out something new in you. That's what God wants to do new growth, new character, new relationship with him, new opportunities, new paths. There's something new he wants to do in you. Starting with you being made brand new. And what I learned through that process is to get to that end result is it doesn't happen on accident and it's a purposeful process. And I believe that that's what God is doing in your season of life. The question we want to have you to reflect on today, two questions, it's this. Again, for everything, there's a season, for for a time, for every activity under heaven. What season are you in right now? And it's confusing. You can't control it. It's unpredictable. But the more you can think about what season you're in, to understand it, when you can name it, it helps you navigate it. So ask God for wisdom about the uniqueness of the season you're in and maybe what he's doing in your life. What season are you in right now? Because when you go through the crushing and the pressing and the time and the process and the waiting, God's doing something new, but you can't see it yet. So name it to navigate it. What season are you in? The second question is this. God, what do you want me to know? It won't be everything, but what is it he wants you to know? And what does he want you to do during this current season of life? Every season of life has unique challenges but unique opportunities to be leveraged, navigate. But what is consistent season in and season out is God is relentlessly committed to you in the process of seeing you be made brand new and bringing something new into your life. So what I want you to do is prayerfully and and reflecting. Listen to this song. Reflect on this question about what season you are in and let this be a silent conversation between you and God about what season you're in. Listen to this.